to share just a little something with you. I want to talk to you about taking heart tonight. Taking heart. I love the song. Did you hear the song? The courage, the courage to take heart. I love that. You know, uh, but I want to talk to you tonight. I, I don't know if they if they knew what I was preaching. You know, you didn't know it, did you? I didn't think you did. I'm like, man, the Lord is so good. He always does that. Does he always do that? Amen. He always does that. And I, I was listening to that song. And I was fixing to rip out of here. I was thinking, good day. How did they do that? And I know it's, it's, it's the Lord. But I want to talk to you about taking heart. And this, I want to read a little, little piece of scripture out of Acts 23. We're not going to stay there the, the whole night. But I want to read this kind of as a foundational thing. Uh, and, and then move, move through, through four or five different pieces of scripture uh, that, that, that really comes from the mouth of Christ. And uh, if it comes from his mouth. It can't be wrong, can it? I mean, if it comes from his mouth, it's solid. And uh, if, if we're going to get heart, it's going to be come from something that he said and something he speaks into our life. So I want to share this out of the book of Acts. And it's just a couple of verses here, uh, starting with the 23rd verse. And, and, and I'm, I'm not even going to go. You can go back. I'll give you a little bit of background. Uh, it's not really no need because I'm not going to really use it for the background. But it was the big dispute with the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And, and Paul, Paul actually was kind of working the crowd. And he kind of worked up a big rumble. But that's not really, that's not really important tonight. But what I want you to see is this. I, when, and, then, and then there arose this great dissension. Uh, the chief captain fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them. I mean, that's, that's a lot of stuff going on. That's some, that's some heavy two sides, two sides. You, you feel that a lot in your life, maybe not in the human form, but you, you feel two forces, don't you? You feel two forces. Sometimes, sometimes it's fear and, and faith pulling to each other or, or some form, some natural anxiety and, and assurance, and there's this pull, you know, the, and sometimes it feels like it is. You'll literally pull us apart, don't it? It's what it but that's kind of how Paul was going through this in, in a physical realm, uh, the fear that he would be pulled in pieces of them, he commanded the soldiers to go down and to take him by force from among them and bring him into the castle. And then verse 11, this is, this is the, 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 what I want you to really see. And the night following, listen, listen, the Lord stood by him. I want you to get that. The Lord stood by him. And listen to what he said. And the Lord said that. This is red letter in your Bible. Some of you that's got your Bible, you know that this is Jesus speaking. This ain't just Paul remembering back. No, no. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. And Lord, the Lord had come to... to to give Paul, if you will, a refreshing in his heart where he could regain heart again. I mean, I mean sometimes through the, through the dissensions and through all the pulling and all the things that pull us in life, you, you sometimes you sometimes it's easy to lose heart. It's, it's sometimes to feel like to feel like to feel like, you know, that you just want to maybe quit or, or stop or or what have you. But but Jesus showed up. Jesus showed up. Jesus stood by him. That is good stuff right there. Stood by him and then spoke those words to him. Be of good cheer. Take heart. Take heart. That's what he, he's filling him full of encouragement. Take heart. Take heart. Take heart, Paul. Take heart. 
So let's, let's pray over that. Brother, Brother Ang, would you bless the service tonight? Bless the word, please. Thank you, sir. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you for the historical word that comes to us to let us know how we have come into the kingdom ourselves. Bless your name tonight. I'll not pastor and anoint us to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Amen. 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 I thank the Lord. So there, there was this great dissension and, and for fear that he would be pulled and, 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 and even killed and, and what have you. Like I said, I think we've got some idea, maybe not in the physical realm, but definitely in the, the spiritual, definitely, definitely sometimes emotionally, definitely sometimes in our mind. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I feel like that. I feel like I'm pulled in a hundred directions. With many emotions, uh, many thoughts. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. When, when things are, are, are the, at their chaoticus, you, you feel like you might even be torn and pulled apart with, with everything that's going on on the inside of you. And uh, he, 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 he could have been maybe discouraged at his present circumstance. Have you ever been there? I mean, just, just a little maybe a little summary of, of the present. He, he could have been discouraged. Uh, maybe thinking things weren't as successful or things weren't going where he thought they should be. He could have been dis- dis- disappointed even maybe a little bit about the past. You know, uh, you ever look back on your life and, or look back on a season or look back on things that's went on, uh, you know, your, your journey through life and, and, and sometimes maybe disappointed that, man, it didn't go maybe as you thought or hoped. or desi- I know I, I preach a lot of messages a lot of times. That if I ain't careful, I'll be discouraged. I thought, I said, well, Lord, I thought it was going to go like. I'm just going to tell you what. I learned a long time. It's no need for me to think how it's going to go. Or especially not be discouraged about it because the Lord's in control of all that anyway. And I just frustrate myself usually. I mean, I always want to see certain things, but I know this is the Lord's. It's always his. But I can understand. I can say maybe at this time, maybe he thinks this is the end of This is where it all stops. But, but maybe he's feeling discouraged about uh, the past or, or, or maybe even anxious over the future. You, you ever been anxious over the future? Is anybody, if you watch the news, that's why I don't watch a lot of news. But if you watch the news, it make you anxious, anxious over the future. Anxious over how this is going to work, how this is going to come together, how this is all going to be. Well, that's all, all those things may have been or may not have been. I feel like we all have a sense of how that is in our life. I, I guarantee all of us sometimes, sometimes we're, we're a little disappointed sometimes about maybe the past. Or, or maybe we're a, a little bit discouraged about the present, the present circumstances. Or, or, or maybe even there is a lot of anxiety. Uh, I've never been given to that too much. Uh, I have had a little dose of that over this last year or so for whatever reason. Maybe it's all the emotional tearing and pulling, even in my life or personal life. I've never been one that has been anxious. I've always been pretty well able to be anxious free. But it, but it seems that in my own life that I've tasted and been been given to that season sometimes of, uh, of being a little bit anxious about things. And... Uh, you know, it's, it, I've, I've felt the pull of that. Pulls you, pulls you from sleep. Pulls you from rest, from concentration, from focus, from, from whatever. It pulls. Uh, you know, I get up early, but when I'm anxious, I get up real early. <laughs> real early. 
Amen. That's crazy early. That's when I know. I'm like, I, I, I said, I'm a little anxious here, Lord. I, I'm needing something here. And, it, and I don't need coffee at 1.30. I need you, Lord. I need you. I need the peace that goes beyond. But, but I think we all can understand. So, so I think we understand that how Jesus showed up to him to give him heart, to tell him to take heart. The Lord stood by him that night. And, you know, that's, that's his presence. I want you to think about it. That's his presence. His presence stood by him. And if, if there's anything going to help give us heart, it'll be his presence. It's the awesomest thing there ever is. Like you can't explain it. You can't teach it. You just got to experience it. I can tell you that. Man, if you get in his presence, you'll have heart. I can tell you that. I can preach that. I can show it to you in scripture. But until you actually experience that. But in his presence, there's heart. There's courage. You come alive with it. Amen. I believe that. And, and then he shows up and, and he don't even just show up, but he, he speaks to Paul. He speaks to him that night. And, and, and he speaks to his situation. He speaks really to his, because he really gives him praise. He really gives him praise for, for thou hast. He's really talking about how faithful you have been. You've been faithful. Speaking of his past. You've testified me of me in Jerusalem. In other words, in other words, you've done good. You've done ain't, ain't there courage when you feel like God's pleased with you? When you when you really feel like God's pleased with you, when when you feel like God's smiling on you, when you feel like that God favors you because because He He found you faithful. It's something in your heart that allows you to take courage, to take heart. Yeah. I feel like I can do this because I feel like God's pleased with me. It's, it's, it's so true. But, but this last part, he, he, he promises him the future. That's huge. That's huge. He spoke to his future and he speaks to where he's yet to go. This was not the end. He's telling him. This is not the end. Can you see him? Jesus giving him heart. Jesus has given Paul heart. He's speaking. The breath, the breath, the words that come, the breath that comes off the words of Jesus is filling up Paul's soul and building him in his heart. Every time. Every time. And he's talking about the future. The anxiety is being wiped away. The, the worry of that is being wiped away because he's speaking to his future. And tonight. I want to just if you will, I want to re reiterate really five really timeless, and I call them timeless because that's what they are. They'll they'll never they'll never lose their 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 relevancy. Uh, except in eternity, maybe, because there we'll be with him as he is. But while we are here, the words of Christ are timeless. They're always relevant. It don't matter if he said them. If he said them when he walked the earth, they're still relevant today. As a matter of fact, they even may be more relevant today in the scope that he set them in. But there's these timeless reasons tonight I want to give you because for taking heart, that you'll have heart. And that's really what that's really what this was in my heart. This is what I just felt like speaking these words. I'd been mowing them over in my mind and mulling them over more and I just felt like speaking these that, that, that we might hear his words one more time this, this won't be revelation this will be old stuff but you'll hear his words one more time 
and, and, and you'll, be able, you'll be able to offer, offer that to fill the courage to fill your heart. And, and maybe someone here tonight even with, with a heart that is torn, a heart that is pulled, with a life that is stressed and stretched and, and feeling, feeling exactly maybe what Paul was feeling about the present or the past or the future. I want to speak to you these timeless words of Christ tonight. And the first thing I want to, I want to kind of start with the foundation one because this is just where you have to start if you're going to do this. But I would tell you tonight, uh, these, are, these, are, these are all about things, reasons why you can take heart. So I tell you tonight, you can take heart tonight because Jesus said he would forgive you. I want to give you that, right? That's just the, that's just the foundation one. Jesus, Jesus says you can take heart. That's his words tonight. You can take heart because he'll forgive you. Go to Matthew 9, and I want to give you the scripture for it. Matthew 9, verse 1 and 2. Listen, as he entered into a ship, talking about Jesus, he passed over and he came into his own city. Verse 2. And behold, they brought him a man sick of the palsy, lying on the bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy. Listen to what he said. Son, be of good cheer. Thy, what? Son, be of good cheer. What? You can, Take heart. Take heart. For thy sins are forgiven. So I want you to think about that a minute. If, if courage is ever going to be taken or if you're going to regain the heart. And if, if you're here tonight and, and don't know the Lord. If, if you've never, and you know this tonight. See this is the thing. You know if, have you ever asked him to forgive you? That's the question. I had somebody, how, how do I know if God's forgiven me? I said, have you ever asked him? Have you ever asked him to forgive you? I mean, pit, that's it, ain't it? There's no hoops. There's no darkness. There's no mystery in it. Have you asked him to forgive you? I'll just tell you something tonight. If you haven't, take heart. Take heart. I don't care where you're at. Take heart. Jesus will forgive you. He will. I don't care what sin it is. I don't care where you're at. Take heart, take courage, get courage, get courage, he will forgive you, amen, and don't, don't underestimate tonight how much our sin saps or steals our courage, because it does, it steals our, it steals our heart, it sidelines us, it stops us, so I would tell you, foundation like, man, take heart. If you're here tonight without heart and in sin, he'll forgive you. He will. He'll forgive you. You can study the the pages of this book, and you can see men that had lost heart because of sin. And the moment they went to God and asked him, asked him, that's it, asked him to forgive him. That's what they did. They asked him to forgive them. And he forgave them. And immediately they would take heart. They would get courage and they would rise up and fight or function in the way that God intended them to to begin with. Take heart. Take heart. And to start right there, don't underestimate. Amen. But also, don't misunderstand the power and the glory of forgiveness. Because it's powerful. It has the power to give you heart. The beat down, the, the, the low of the low, 
I know, I know this is an age of, we talk about a lot about low self-esteem, and, and, and you're really supposed to, to work into that. Well, I just want to tell you, the answer to all that is looking to God. That's where our self-esteem is. When we become in Him, when we become in Christ, man, it's no better. It's less of me and more of Him. Man, there is a glory and a power. So don't misunderstand. Don't misunderstand that. A man forgiven can rise up with great courage and great force. And, and I'm going to tell you what, he can do it at once. At once. Right now. Right now. There's no probation period. The church might put you on one. The church might watch you for a week or two or a month or two. They might keep one. Them cynical people we talked about last week might double look at you a few times and make sure. But I'm going to tell you what. God will put courage in your heart to rise off and walk off from that anyway. Hey! To push on out of that and go fight the battle that he wants you to have. To continue on in his will. For what is the future? Well, glory to God. Amen. It's at once. He forgive me. It started happening at once. At once. Amen. I started preaching way before I ever knowed how. I still ain't learned it all. Because it was at once. It was a courage. It was a heart. Amen. Amen. I believe it tonight. All my heart. The moment you know you're forgiven. So, so that's the foundation one. Here's the second one. Here's the second one. I want you to, want you to hear this. Take heart tonight because he hears you. Take heart tonight. He hears you. He hears the words you're He hears what you're saying. Mark 10. Mark 10. Here's Jesus' words. Mark 10 verse 46. And they came to Jericho and went out. Of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people. Remember old Blind Martimaeus? Remember him? The son of Timaeus? That just rhymes on it. Blind Martimaeus, the son of Timaeus? I don't know. And he sat by the highway side, remember, begging? Remember? remember? And now when he heard, he heard. That's all he could do because he couldn't see. He heard that Jesus and Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Crying out, crying out. And of course, you know, many, many charged him. Many charged him. Said, shh, hold your peace. Be quiet. But, but how many know he got louder? He, hey, he got louder. I, I would that some Pentecostal people would just get louder. Just get louder. Just get louder and louder. Get louder. If you feel that awkward feeling on Sunday, if you feel that awkward feeling that maybe there's somebody beside you that would want you to hush, just get louder. <laughs> you, 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 know, you know what I'm talking about. You get that awkward. Y'all ever get that awkward feeling sometimes? Like, person beside of me don't really, is not really comfortable with this. Well, just get wilder. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, but he cried out, yet the more, a great deal more, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Right? Verse 49. And Jesus stood still. But hold on. He don't know that. Blind Bartimaeus don't know. He thinks they still. He can't see. He thinks maybe they're still moving on. Still going on. But Jesus stood still. But listen. And commanded him to be called. 
I, I think he's done moves beyond. He's done moves even beyond his hearing as far as what he can hear what's going on because he has to command that they go back and call him. I believe that's just, I just my country thinking. That's all I believe. But, and, and, and they called to the blind man. Listen to what they said. Listen, saying unto him, take heart. The same ones, the same ones that said, shh. The same ones that said, he said, take heart, be of good comfort. Rise. Because he calls. He calls thee. He's calling for you. He's calling for you. Verse 50, let's finish it. And he casting away his garment. How many know this man's got courage now? Hey! He's got courage now. Courage is, he's thought, I ain't even going to need this tonight. Things is changing right here. It's changing. Because he calls for me. Take, take heart. He hears you. He hears you. All these prayers, he hears us. We need to take heart in that. Not be discouraged, not an eye. Oh, no, no. He hears us. Everything that's being said, everything that's being he hears us. He threw his garment and he came to Jesus. And of course, I'm going to finish it. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou have that I should do thee? The blind man said unto him, Thou might receive my sight. And then, of course, verse 52. And Jesus said, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. But he hears us. Take heart. He hears us. He hears us. I just come to tell you tonight. He hears us. And, and, and in the midst of that hearing us, he's even inviting us even more. I want you to get that. He, he hears what we've been crying, what we've been crying out. And I'm going to tell you what I hear the Spirit, what I hear in this scripture is he's in, even in the midst of that, you take heart because he's inviting us even to call out yet more and to come yet closer. And to cry out even more. More. I said more. Even yet the louder. Even yet the louder. He calls for us. He hears us and he's calling for us. I believe that. I believe, I believe the scriptures, by the way. Wholeheartedly. Completely. Just like it says. Amen. So I believe that tonight. He's calling us. And not only is he, he's inviting us to keep it up. Amen. Amen. I, I like this one too. I'll tell you this. Third, the third one I'll tell you. Take heart. Take heart. Because Jesus would tell, tell us that it is I. It is I. That's what Jesus would tell us. I'll show you the scripture. Matthew 14, verse 22. And straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get in a ship and to go before him. You know the story. And go to the other side while he sent the multitude away. Remember, that's when he sent them by themselves. And he stayed back and sent this other group of people. The ones that he had just fed all the bread and the fishes to. He sent them, He stayed back to send them away. Verse 23. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up, remember, into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, remember, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. And, of course, that was the night of the storm. And it was tossed, and it was waves, and the wind was not working. Everything was contrary. Nothing was working out. Remember? And in the fourth watch, real, real, real late, the dark part of the night, remember, in the midst of the storm, that night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea, and the disciples saw him walking on the sea. Not only are they scared of the storm, 
But now the supernatural's got him a little bit worried. Supernatural's got him a little bit upset. He, he, they were troubled, saying, it, 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 it's a spirit. And they cried out, remember, for being torn. Every, the storm, and, and not sure about even the supernatural, just ripping and pulling. Not sure. They cried out with fear. Remember, here's what Jesus said. But straight away, straight away, immediately, straight away, Jesus spoke to them. Here it is. Here it is. Be a good cheer. Take heart. Take heart. Take heart in whatever the storm, no matter what's going on. Take heart. Take heart. What's he say? Take heart. It is I. That's important. Think about that. It is I. Take heart. It is I. Be not afraid. Just cry out. They was crying out in fear. He says, take heart, it is I. It is, it is Jesus they knew, but this supernatural part had thrown them off. They'd seen Jesus walk the, 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 the land with them. They'd seen him do things even in their midst, even the, the miracle of the bread and all the other things. But now, this was a little beyond. Jesus they knew on land. Jesus they knew as they had fellowship with him but this new aspect this this was this was a look at almighty god it's what it was they were seeing seeing an aspect they ain't seen almighty god looked like jesus but it looks like almighty god and that's why that's why he comes and he said he says take heart i just want to tell you tonight your jesus is almighty god He is. Your Jesus, he is almighty God. He, 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 he says, it is I. It is I. Or, or like he would have said in the Old Testament, I am. I am. Take heart. Take heart, he's telling us. The great I am. You're under his watch. Take heart tonight. Yes, take heart tonight. You are under his watch. The same Jesus you read out of that Bible. Take heart tonight. He's almighty God in the midst of this storm. In the midst of your storm. Hey, the one we read that walks across these pages He's almighty God. Almighty. All powerful. I am. I am. So we ought to give us heart. Courage. That's what he's telling them. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're under, under his watch. No matter the storm. No matter the situation. Amen. Amen. Works just right to the fourth one. That is, that is a, just one of my favorites. I love this. I will tell you this tonight. Take heart tonight. Take heart tonight. You don't have to rely on yourself. <laughs> yes. Take heart tonight. For you don't have to rely on yourself. Anymore. Anymore. Matthew 9. Matthew 9. Verse 20. 
Matthew 9, verse 20, and behold, a woman, you know the woman, which was diseased with this issue of blood for 12 years. Remember her? She came behind him. And she just touched. Knowing, man, that's how I feel most of the time. If I can just, just, if I can. Yeah, that's it, girl. Reach out, girl. Yes, reach out. If I can just touch. If I can just touch. Even just a, a small, I know it's going to be all right. Touch the hem of his garment, verse 21. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Ain't that the way it is tonight? Amen. 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 I shall be whole. Verse 22. And Jesus turned about. And when he saw her, he said, daughter, here it is. Here it is. Be of good comfort. Be of good comfort. Take heart. Take heart. Thy faith has made thee whole. And that woman was made whole from that very hour. That very hour. Listen, listen, listen. Take heart. You don't have to rely. This woman had relied on her own ingenuity, her own thoughts, her own ideas for these 12 years. Other gospel story says that she had spent all that she had even, you know, trying to find something or work something or do something. Anybody ever, ever tried to work it out in your mind? Work the situation, oh, uh, roll it over, uh, roll it over and, and try to make ends fit and try to make it come together. I, when I was younger, I had problems that I could do that with. I don't know about y'all. I don't know. My, my, my problems when I was younger, I could, I could figure out usually a way to make it fit. So it seemed like it, or maybe I was just stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, but here, here's, here's what happens now. I've done got older. And I can't make I can't I can't make nothing work in on my own anymore. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Nothing works. I can't make nothing work on my own anymore. And, and the, 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 the great thing, I would lose heart when that began to happen. I would lose heart, be discouraged. People get depressed. People get discouraged. People want to quit. People want to stop. That's why Jesus would come tonight and tell us, take heart. You don't got to rely on yourself anymore. What this woman saw, she saw a strength. She saw a strength in Jesus. Not in herself anymore. But she saw a strength in him. She saw strength coming out of him. It was, take heart. She can now lean on him. Lean and not on herself anymore. Take heart. She saw in him, not in herself, what it was going to take, what it would take to get what she needs and, 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 and to work it together. Amen. Not, not anything in her. I can say amen to that. That's the only way. If you're going to keep heart tonight, I'm going to tell you what, you ain't going to keep heart long if you don't get that. If you don't learn, if you don't learn, and I, I ain't no, I'm not going to rely on myself. It's all in Him. And then you can, then you can get heart. Then you can get courage for the next day. When you get bad news, and you get more bad news, and you get more bad news, 
and, and you, you thought it might work out like this, and you thought it might work out that, but no, no, the next news come and destroyed that. Well, you thought, well, well, it might work out like this, and no, 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 the next piece of news ruined that. It's hard to have heart when you lean on his strength. I said the one, the one that's almighty God, That's how you get up with strength. That's how you get up with courage. That's how you move forward. Keep going. That's how you do like Paul and press on into Rome. Push on in for the future. To finish. Amen. Amen. Last one. Last one. Last one. I'm doing better with my time. Huh? Last one. Last one. Listen. Jesus would tell us this. Take heart. For I've overcome the world. Jesus say, take heart, because I've overcome. You know where the scripture is, John 16. We'll read it, verse 32 and 33, but we'll read it anyway. Behold, the hour cometh, he was telling them, yeah, is now. He's telling his disciples, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be chaotic. How many's found it that way? You're going to be scattered. You're going to be everywhere. Your mind's going to be everywhere. Things going to be everywhere. You're not going to be sure which ends up. You're not going to be sure which ends down. There's going to be this spatial confusion. and You're not even going to be sure what's what. You're going to be scattered, and, and, and every man to his own, and he shall, and he shall leave, and some, leave me alone, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. And in verse 33, he says this. This is it. This is the beauty. These things I've spoken to you. He's, he's telling us. He's, he's telling us. Remember, I told you Sunday, he don't lie. I told you Sunday. He tells us. That's why we can trust him. He tells us, yeah, you're going to struggle. Yeah, you're going to go through tough times. Yeah, you're going to suffer. Yeah, you're going to go through a lot of things. But, 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 but this is what he says. I've told you these things that you might have peace, that, you might, that, in, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have trouble, tribulation, craziness. Did you hear him? He's not buttercuping it. He's not, he's not, you know, cool whip and strawberry in you. You're going to have trouble. You don't hear that a lot sometimes. But Jesus, our Jesus is guaranteeing it. He said, go on and hedge your bets. It's trouble. You are going to have trouble. But be of good cheer. Take heart. Even in the trouble. Take heart. Why? Because I've overcome the world. I've overcome the world. What, what difference does that make? How, take heart. What does that mean? You, you, we, you know what? You know what? As I've gotten older too, I, I've realized, I've realized the extent, I guess, and a depth of, of this fallen world that I didn't know as a younger person. I don't know. Get, this getting older thing makes you a whole lot more keener on on things that's going on. It does. Things that I just missed as a young man. I understand that the depth of our fallen world. And, and even as we talk tonight about all the trouble that we see in the world. Even tonight going on in Philadelphia. That's just the part of the depth. And of course the end times even intensify that. Make it worse and worse. But there's this depth in this level that I would have never seen as a young man. As a matter of fact, this, this, I'll be honest with you, 
this teaching probably didn't have the impact on me as a young man as it does now, a gray-haired man. That's right. That's right. I now know the extent of trouble. Now, I, I know, like I was telling a friend this morning, I know that even now, if I live 10 more years, I'll look back at this time and go, I didn't know nothing when I was 56. <laughs> because that's the way life is. You just keep learning and, and God keeps using you and showing you. And I'm not throwing off on, on youth at all because, man, God uses youth. Let no man despise your youth. Man, God uses that too. We've seen that. Amen. they got fresh hearts and and they ain't been tainted by all the cynical people yet. And they'll go out and fight giants with a slingshot. Give them five rocks and they'll bring back four. Say, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> That's a young person for you. Now what do you want to do with these other four? <laughs> yeah. Amen. But I do. I understand that it's much more. Now, now here, here's, here's, you know, I want you to get this. Tru trouble, trouble is not just a misfortune of a few. <laughs> oh, man. It's not. Uh, and, and, and see, once again, I, I've been flawed that. Sometimes I, you know, just didn't get that. But I know now, man, trouble, trouble, trouble is over this whole crowd. And not only this whole crowd, but out there. It's not just a few. And I'm not trying to, to darken the mood at this point. But if you don't know both aspects of this verse, I will. That's what I'm going to do. If you don't know the Jesus that overcome what I'm talking about tonight, it's going to darken your mood just a little bit. It'd be hard for you to take heart if you don't know the Jesus that overcome all this trouble. The mood's going to get just a little bit darker. Because this is what I know. I know. If you don't have trouble, can you hear it? I thought about this. This, this verse, I, I kind of got, I got. I can hear two clocks. You know, my man. I got to watch it. I got to say, because trouble, trouble's inevitable. You will have, in this world, you shall. That's the one that, whatever he says, that's the way it is. Remember, he's the one that spoke the world into existence. He, he said, let there be light. And you know what? There's been light ever since. The, the, the sun's surely going to come up in the morning because he said so. And he spoke everything. So, so when he says, when he says, you shall have trouble. Jerry, I don't want to darken your mood at all. But you'll have trouble, buddy. You will. Yeah. You will. Beth, you'll have trouble. Nana, I love you to death. If I could take trouble off of you, I would. But you'll have trouble. And Sheena, you'll have yet more trouble. God knows you've had plenty. But you'll have yet more. These young people love you to death. Y'all young people to me. Remember, Emmy Lou Harris thinks I'm old anyway. But you'll have trouble. And, and, and here's, here's what you, you, can, you can hear. You can hear. It's just a matter of time till we all have trouble. Do you feel it? Can you feel it? 
you ain't had none. I know that's a depressing, ain't it? But that's why Jesus says, take heart. You hear that clock, don't you? I felt that clock. I've even, I've even sometimes been amazed that there ain't more trouble. Because I hear the clock sometimes pretty loudly. I hear it pretty clearly. I see it in some people's lives. But I hear another clock. That's not the only clock because Jesus even said it right here. I hear it, I hear it, I hear it, but I hear this other clock. It's just a matter of time, too. <laughs> the preacher knows where I'm going. Y'all know where I'm going. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time until, until he that's going to overcome all of this stuff. All it's going to, I said, tick, 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 all of it. He's going to, shut up, satana. Hey, he's going to overcome all. Hey, he's going to swipe it all in. It's that eternal weight, ticking, 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 and ticking, and he's about to take it all in. That's why you can be a good cheer. I hear the other clock. And I'm not surprised when it goes off. I hate it sometimes. But I hear the other clock. The one that says I've overcome the world. <laughs> hey! If you can't get a hold of that, you'll never have heart. You won't get it. I hear the victory clock. The victory clock. Trouble have its way for this season. But there's a victory clock. Yeah. Paul could hear it. He could hear it. And he was, he says, he said, he 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 didn't faint. His heart didn't faint in 2 Corinthians. He didn't faint because he didn't, he, he didn't look on those things that were outwardly. But he looked, he looked on that that was spiritually in the inward man and was renewed. He was renewed on the inward man. He got heart not looking around at all the outward. You'll not get a heart looking at the outward. Bless your heart. I'm glad that the little... I'm glad that the little therapist came to give Paul a pep talk yesterday. I'm glad. I thank the Lord. I'm not throwing off on that at all. I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad she, she, she felt like, you know, I need, to give, I need to give him some counsel. But I'm glad. See, I know, I know where Paul was looking. She, she was looking on the outward. She's seen these tears. <laughs> She's seen his tears, she she's seen his tears, but what she didn't see where he was looking in this inward man. He was gaining a heart the whole time. Gaining a, that's the thing about a man of God. He might have tears running down his face, and he might be sorrowful, and he might be broke, and he might be hurt, but my God in heaven, he can hear the clock of victory ticking away, knowing that Jesus, our Jesus, has overcome this world.
Hey! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, girls. Y'all get y'all cell phone up here. Bring some youth up here in this old person's movement. Glory! 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 And I believe that tonight. I believe tonight he would have us take heart. Take heart because, because of the fight. I want to give you this last scripture and I'm going to close. Romans 13 and 12. I want, to, I want you to see it. You hear the clock? The night is far spent. Ain't it? The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off all the works. That, let us put on the armor. Of, come on, let's fight. Take heart. Let's hear the, the clock of victory. Let us not look out on these outward things. Trying to get heart. Let's not try to figure out in our mind. Quit trying to, trying to, trying to rely on ourselves, our own wisdom, our own ingenuity to get heart. We can't get heart that way. We'll never get heart that way. Let us look to Him. Let us look to Him. Let us look to the one that says, It is I. It is I. Take heart. It is I. It is I.